With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ben Maller Show podcast. It's me, Ben. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Ben Maller Show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Hope you're enjoying your Friday morning. Lots to get to. Lots going on over here. We're broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, I'm going to start with something that stinks and pivot quickly to something that doesn't stink. Someone who stunk on Thursday night would be Zach Wilson, Jets quarterback. He got benched, got benched for this guy, Chris Streveler. That's right, Chris Streveler came in in mop-up duty, trying to give the Jets a spark. Didn't work out, but Zach Wilson benched for the second time this season. The handwriting's on the wall. He is not the quarterback of the future for the Jets. Now, transitioning from him to someone who's been the opposite, of Zach Wilson this season, that would be Eagles quarterback Jalen Hurts. So the news on Thursday is that Jalen Hurts will not be able to play this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. He's got an injured throwing shoulder, tried to give it a go, not going to work out. This is actually Eagles head coach Nick Sirianni announcing that they're going to have to go with Gardner Minshew. It's looking like uh, it's going to be Gardner. Jalen did everything he possibly could to, to get his body ready to go, and, and just at the end of the day, he's, he's not going to be able to do it. And he, man, he, 
he tried like crazy, um, and I know he still wants to go. Um, that's just the, the toughness that he – This is, Jalen Hurts is the toughest player I've ever been around. Okay. So uh, we're not questioning Jalen Hurts' toughness. Definitely not. He stayed in the game last week against the Bears. That's when he injured his shoulder, and he ran for three touchdowns, had a long completion to A.J. Brown after hurting his throwing shoulder. So – Tough as nails, would never question that. The thing here, though, is there are a few layers to this. First layer is Jalen Hurts, let's give credit where credit is due. He is having an MVP caliber season. The Eagles are 13-1. and He's accounted for 35 touchdowns, 22 passing, 13 rushing. He's rushed for just under 750 yards. He's had a really solid season. He was the front runner to be named MVP. Now, here's the other thing that you got to keep in mind. I hear this all the time. You got to have a mobile quarterback. Got to. Have to. It's a prerequisite in today's NFL. Got to have it. Look, this is a little bit shades of gray here. It's a little nuanced. We live in such a black and white sports radio world where it, if, it, if it seems like you're just saying something against the mobile quarterback, well, you hate all things mobile quarterback. No, I don't hate that at all. I just think this. I think that it's completely and utterly glossed over the risks that running quarterbacks take and the downside that could be your reality if the mobile quarterback doesn't slide and just so happens to take a hit a certain way and he's on the shelf for a couple of weeks or the rest of the season or what have you. I don't think that should be just glossed over. I don't think it should be met with a shoulder shrug where it's like, you got to have a mobile quarterback. And then when the mobile quarterback goes down, it's like a shoulder shrug, like, eh, you know, you might be without him for a month or longer and you just have to deal with it. I, I want the best of both worlds. I want the mobile quarterback that doesn't take the unnecessary punishment and doesn't put him in a position, himself in a position, or the team in a position where he's going to be on the sideline for a period of time. Look at Lamar Jackson if we bring it to another mobile quarterback. He's going to be out for the third straight week. The Ravens lost last week to the Browns 13-3. They put up three points against the Browns with their backup quarterback Tyler Huntley. And it's like, why would that just be glossed over? Lamar got hurt again, scrambling out of the pocket. And it's just, it's not talked about very much at all. I just look at it this way. If you go back to Jalen Hurts, the Eagles quarterback, if you look at the protections in the pocket versus outside the pocket, Jalen Hurts got hurt against the Bears. A defensive end, Travis Gibson, tackled Jalen Hurts and landed on top of him no flag there's no penalty for that when you leave the pocket you are a quote-unquote runner you do not have protections you are just running the football so anything goes basically unless it's a crazy helmet-to-helmet collision there's really nothing that's going to be called Travis Gibson lands on top of Jalen Hurts no penalty and rightfully so But if that same hit occurs in the pocket, it is a penalty all day. They throw penalties on defensive ends for not caressing the quarterback down to the ground gently enough. 
So it's just a different ball game outside the pocket. And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I hate when any quarterback runs. I'm not saying that. I'm saying I hate when any quarterback runs and doesn't avoid unnecessary punishment. That's what I'm saying. And a lot of times mobile quarterbacks, they just don't get out of harm's way. And luckily, this doesn't seem to be a long-term injury for Jalen Hurts. It looks like he could come back possibly in a week or two. If the Eagles, and this is the interesting thing, if the Eagles win on Saturday against the Cowboys, you might not see Jalen Hurts until the playoffs because they're going to clinch the one seed. They might just shut him down until playoff time. But I'm glad it's not a long-term injury. But when you look at the quarterbacks that have gotten banged up while moving around, Lamar Jackson, been hurt the last three games. Jalen Hurts, going to miss this big game against the Cowboys. Ryan Tannehill, he's got an ankle injury. He's going to be done for the season. Jimmy G is on the shelf with a broken foot. Kyler Murray tore his ACL. Like, these are major injuries. And I get that, listen, you can't avoid all injuries, and I don't want to make the pocket out to be some magical sanctuary where nobody gets hurt, but I just dislike when injuries can be avoided. And it's all situational in my mind. If this is third and three, and it's a big playoff game, and by all means, put your head down, get the first down. If this is week 15, like it was last week for the Eagles against the Bears... I want you to fight to live another down in another day. You know, like, I don't think that's unreasonable at all. But I think it turns into there's empathy for the guy who just got hurt. And I don't like to see anybody get hurt. It's not that I lack empathy. It's just I'm saying some stuff can be avoided. You know, like, you you don't have to get every blade of grass and risk health in the meantime. You know, so... I just look at it a little bit differently, and I love mobile quarterbacks. Don't get me wrong. I just think you got to find mobile quarterbacks that have good judgment, and they get what they can get, and they slide, and they avoid the unnecessary punishment. Now, with Jalen Hurts, another layer is this MVP discussion. Jalen Hurts, his candidacy is all but over. Like, it is out of sight, out of mind. That's the way it works with MVP voting. I'll leave the door cracked because maybe there's a scenario where Jalen Hurts, we know he misses this game against the Cowboys. Let's say they lose. Let's say Jalen Hurts is healthy enough to play the next game. And he goes crazy. He plays great. He's not 100%. The Eagles clinch the one seed. Like, I'll leave the door cracked. But... Suffering an injury this late in the season, the last impression is huge when it comes to who wins MVP and who doesn't. And I just think that him being on the shelf for a marquee matchup against the Cowboys is a big, big deal. There are other couple of possibilities. What if Gardner Minshew comes in here and plays pretty well? What if he plays pretty well and the Eagles win against the Cowboys? I wouldn't be shocked at all. Gardner Minshew is not a bad backup quarterback. He started a bunch of games, touchdown to interception ratio, really good. I wouldn't be shocked at all if Minshew plays well. If Minshew plays well and the Eagles beat the Cowboys, it's a freaking wrap. Jalen Hurts not going to be the MVP. 
And I look at college football, some might think this is a weird comparison, but the last impression matters. If you look at the Heisman race, Caleb Williams, the USC quarterback, that was going down to the wire. You know, it was Caleb Williams, he played great against Notre Dame. That's what clinched it. And C.J. Stroud didn't play well against Michigan when Ohio State got dusted by them. That's what swung it. It was at the very end. The MVP race this season, there are a couple of players that are right there in the mix. Mahomes is right there in the mix. So Jalen Hurts going down is absolutely, I think, destroys his MVP candidacy. The other layer that's very important here is I read a couple of stories and it was one of these like Jalen Hurts is absolutely proven to be the long-term answer for the Eagles. And and I pause and I just say, has he? Has he? Again, fantastic this season. I take nothing away from what he's done this season. But to prove that he might be the franchise quarterback, the guy that's going to be around for the next decade, hey, I hope that's the case. The guy works hard. He's an absolute grinder. I'm pulling for the guy. But let's not forget, there was a guy named Carson Wentz. He was an MVP candidate. He had an outstanding season in 2017. And he got hurt, scrambling, running for a touchdown against the Rams, tore his ACL, much more of a significant injury than Jalen Hurts. And he's never gotten on track since. But I just, the comparison isn't the injuries because those are obviously different. The comparison is, we would have thought in 2017 that Carson Wentz is clearly the guy going forward, and that turned out not to be the case. So for anyone who's saying, oh, Jalen Hurts clearly is the guy, he's the long-term solution for the Eagles going forward, I, you know, I hope so. I hope so, but one really solid year, I don't know that you can pencil them in there for the next decade. I hope that's the case, but to be utterly convinced this is the case, I I don't know, man. I don't know. I just wouldn't have that set in stone is all I would say. Now, I do want to bring in real fast here our, our producer. He's in for Justin Cooper this evening. Ethan Miller is with us, and he is born and bred in Philly. And I'm just curious. If you give me the Cliff's Notes version over here, Ethan, all the things I had to say about uh, Jalen Hurts, Eagles quarterback, uh, thumbs up, thumbs down, agree, disagree. Where do you come out on all that? So it's a lot to unpack there. It's great to be here with you tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, I you got it's a mix of emotions here. So listen, I, I you bring up a great point about um, Carson Wentz and guys from the past like RG three, you know, Lamar Jackson, you know, even Mike Vick used to get banged up running. So you would think Jalen would learn from these guys from the past and wouldn't just put his body on the line. Now I get that. Now do I think his MVP chances are totally out of question? I don't because he's really had a hell of a season and he's broken so many records already and we still have three games left. Now, he's going to be out this week, but you never know. I mean, the last two games of the season, it's not definite they're going to sit him. You know, I mean, they still have to get I know there's a 98 percent chance they get that number one seed. So, you know, we're not too concerned in Philadelphia about Jalen and the MVP, we're kind of more concerned about winning a Super Bowl. Oh, but yeah. it would be nice. You know, it, it would be. It, he deserves it. I do think he deserves it over Patty Mahomes this season. But, you know, I'm not I'm not the guy to choose. And, and I'm kind of biased, obviously. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all <laughs> At good. At least I admit yeah, it, though, right? Yeah, yeah. You, you let it be known. Um, 
Yeah, I'll put it this way. Betting-wise, if you're asking me today and projecting what's going to happen these next couple of weeks and how the voting is going to go, not what you think it should be, if you're betting your money, a significant amount to you, whatever that number happens to be, I don't know that you're running to the window to bet Jalen Hurts based on him being hurt this week, maybe not playing again in the regular season. It's possible. Like, you're most likely going to put your money elsewhere is the way I think it would go down. So that sucks. I hate that that's the case. And this isn't, don't get me wrong, this is not like, see, told you. This is not me saying, see? It's, it's me saying, I just, it's a public service announcement. It, it might be interpreted as hating on the mobile quarterback. It's really not. It's almost like those uh, those videos that you watched in grade school. You know, like, uh, don't do drugs because this might happen to you. You know what I mean? Like, that's what I mean. It's like, don't don't run and try to take on the defensive end who might land on top of you and plant you into the turf. Russell Wilson got planted into the turf a couple of weeks ago against the Chiefs. You know, Jalen Hurts just got banged up. Lamar Jackson, he hasn't been in there for three weeks. The interesting thing is, too, coming from a Philly perspective, is what a lot of uh, my buddies are saying over there. They're saying that Sirianni's actually bluffing and that Jalen's not that hurt and that he could play and that they think they're going to meet the Cowboys in the playoffs. They don't want to show Jalen's schemes and blah, 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 blah. So that's also another theory. That's some tinfoil crazy stuff right there. You know, they would absolutely lock up the – the division and you know they're not gonna you gotta think about it i mean they're 13 and one they're not gonna lose all three of their last three games it's not ridiculous but i mean it's ridiculous but he played (laughs) he played against the cowboys in the first game you know what i mean like yeah yeah look we took care of them and i guess you know it's it's a it's listen philly fans are nuts so you know (laughs) that that could be another reason but i i'm not i'm not calling it out of question oh man yeah that's i i wouldn't believe that one I, I, yeah, I'd be on the other side of that one, but I do like a crazy theory from time to time. I do like crazy calls as well. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Feel free to get on in here, Maller Militia. 877-996-6369. Okay, coming up next, you play to lose the game? Some details on that story. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. TireRack.com loves tires, and since 1979, they've been helping people find the right tires for now, what, and where they drive. Their team of experts has the knowledge and passion to assist every driver, and they're just a phone call or a click away. The website is packed with information, advice, and tools that make buying the right tires a snap. Like the Tire Decision Guide. Answer a few questions, and you'll get a personalized tire recommendation in two minutes or less. They sell only the best brands in the industry, like Sumitomo's full lineup that delivers a wide range of high performance, all season and off road capabilities. Ratings, reviews, test results, and a national network of over 10,000 recommended installers. Free roadside hazard protection and fast free shipping with delivery in as little as one day. In many areas, they even offer mobile tire installation. That comes to your home or office. Tire installation on your terms. Game changer. I'm telling you, go to TireRack.com slash sports and see for yourself. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be.
Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Ex-Tina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I know he is at the No Show, N-O-E. Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm, mm, mm. And you can tweet at and follow our technical producer. His name is Roberto. And he plays all the music and most of the funny sound bites of the Van Maller Show. Last name Flores. You can follow him at Raider underscore Rob 24. Calls your salt black pack. Special ingredient for special items that he likes to cook up. And now live from the Tyrac.com Fox Sports Radio Studios, it's Brian No. Tell you what, man, Roberto does love that Jimmy G drop. That is his. You love Jimmy G. I know you love him that much. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> hey, Jimmy G might be a New York Jet. That's the one thing I agreed with from uh, from Paul in Rhode Island. Is that? Yeah, I wouldn't be shocked if Jimmy G ends up. As the next New York Jets Oh, I hope so. Better than him being with, with the Raiders. I hope it goes. Uh, yeah, I, I would. Is that the rumor? Is Jimmy G might take over for Derek Carr? Maybe. Really? Oh, man. That's. No. I can see why you wouldn't want that. Uh, but I, yeah, this is a crazy thing. If Jimmy, G, if Jimmy G took over for Zach Wilson, that would be an upgrade. And you know me. I'm not the biggest Jimmy G uh, fan in the world. I think he's Jimmy Just a guy. But that would be a a legit upgrade over Zach Wilson because Zach has just been that bad. By the way, uh, I was saying you play to lose the game. Um, it's crazy if you go back. So Jacksonville beat the Jets on Thursday Night Football. They won nineteen to three. It's a really peculiar thing. But if you go back to last year, same two teams met. In the same week of the season, in the same stadium. And last year, the Jets won that game. And that was a big reason why the Jets ended up with a better record, which meant that they had a lower pick than Jacksonville. 
I know it's a little bit like E equals MC squared. There's some moving parts going on here, but it's not that complicated. What? The Jets beat the Jags last year, and that helped Jacksonville have the worst record, which meant they had the number one overall pick. They took Trevor Lawrence. The Jets had the number two pick. They took Zach Wilson. So I was watching the game on Thursday, yeah, and I'm like, man, I, I kind of remember that game last year, and I went back and looked. Like, what week was that? And I know that the uh, the Jets won that game last year. Crazy. Same week. It was week 16. And that game, the result of that game, was a huge reason why Jacksonville ended up with the number one overall pick. Now, I went back and... I dug a little bit deeper, and I don't know if this is the case, but I think it could be. Follow me on this one. Last year, when the Jets played the Jags, the Jets won. If instead it was a toss-up game at the very end, there's like a goal line stand at the very end of the game. If Jacksonville had won instead, I don't know if Jacksonville if they could have still gotten the number one overall pick, if they lost their final game of the year. This requires, it's almost like it it, desi- it, it requires a, a bar graph <laughs> for me to like, if we were in class and I could like point to a slideshow and you know, like this is what I'm talking about. It might be easier to follow, but I'll try to make it as simple as possible. Remember the last game of the season? I know you will. The Colts needed to beat Jacksonville for Indy to make the playoffs. And that was just a complete meltdown. Jacksonville crushed Indianapolis. And that led to Carson Wentz being out of a job in Indianapolis. We all remember that, right? So if a couple of weeks beforehand... If Jacksonville had beaten the Jets in Week 16, maybe Jacksonville wouldn't have tried to win the final game of the regular season against Indianapolis. And if the Colts had won, they would have made the playoffs. And then who knows what happens from there. Hey, maybe Carson Wentz would have stunk up the joint in their first playoff game, and he still would have been out of a gig. But it's possible that Carson Wentz would still be with the Colts. Possible. So it's crazy to go back there. I hate to make it even more confusing. Like, put Carson Wentz to the side. It's the easiest point here to follow. The game on Thursday night with Trevor Lawrence with the Jags, who played well and continues to play better and better and better. Jacksonville's won five of seven. They've got a legitimate chance to win the AFC South. So... Trevor Lawrence with Jacksonville. Future's bright. Zach Wilson with the Jets. Future isn't bright at all. Not at all. It is dim, 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 dim over there in terms of the future with the Jets prospering with Zach Wilson as their quarterback. It could have been the exact opposite if going back to last year, Instead of the Jets winning in Week 16, the Jags won in Week 16. You might have had, might have, underlined, bold, the whole thing. Italics, get it all going. If last year's game was a different result, you might have Trevor Lawrence with the Jets 
right now, and you might have Zach Wilson with the Jaguars right now. That is crazy to me. But that's why we have those conversations. And that's why you go back to the Herm Edwards famous quote, hello, you play to win the game. And in the short term, I certainly agree with that. But over the long haul, what I just laid out for you, that would be a great reason why, you know, maybe you have the organizational tank. We always talk about this. The guys that go on the field, they're going to try. They're they're because you're not going to just intentionally try to kick a game. You're hustling backwards. You're working against yourself. You have tape. You know you're not going to put anything bad on tape that could cost you a paycheck down the road. So if you're on the field, you're going to be playing hard. That's most most likely the way it's going to go down. But maybe instead of you know trying to win a game like. Going all out, maybe the organization says, you know, we're going to rest a couple of guys and uh, maybe not try our hardest to win this game because it would be the best thing for us going forward to get one of the top prospects. And listen, this is the thing. On one hand, I love that you don't typically see that in the NFL. I'll tell you this. This is the best way I could put it. The perception of tanking is much greater than the tanking that actually takes place. That, that's the way it goes. We always say, oh man, this team is intentionally trying to lose. They're tanking. Tanking for Tua. I'll just look at it. It's like, more times than not, they just suck. They're just bad. You know, like, there are so many examples of teams where it is not in their best long-term interest to win a game. It's at the end of the year, the season is a catastrophe Why go out there and win? You're going to cost yourself draft position. And they go out there and they try to win time and time again. There are way more examples of that than just blatant, utter tanking. We just think tanking goes on way more than it actually does. So I like that it doesn't happen as much as you think it does or think it should. I do like that. But man, there is an argument in certain situations to not put your best foot forward and to try to lose because that would be in your best interest going forward. And the Jets and the Jags are a great example of that. Crazy that the game on Thursday night, one year ago, it was the same two teams, same field, same week 16, and the result went one way last year, and that had a direct impact on the result this season. That's just wild, man. Just crazy. Okay, feel free to check in. 877-99 on Fox is the phone number. I will get out to the phones right around the corner. First, though, Eddie Garcia is with us to spin us around the sports world with everything we need to know. Mr. Garcia, you take it away, buddy. All right, thank you, Mr. No. Uh, Let's start with Thursday Night Football. The Jaguars taking on the Jets in the Meadowlands. Two teams looking to keep their playoff hopes alive in the AFC. Only one touchdown scored in this game. That was Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville quarterback, scoring on a one-yard touchdown run. Kicker Riley Patterson for the Jags booted four field goals in that 19-3 victory for Jacksonville over New York. For the Jets, quarterback Zach Wilson, 9 of 18 passing for just 92 yards and interception, got benched and replaced by Chris Streveler late 
later in the game. For both teams now, uh, at 7-8, and eight, Jacksonville half game back at Tennessee for the AFC South lead for the Jets here. Now falling back in that uh, AFC wildcard race as they trail now the Dolphins, the Patriots, and the Jaguars. College football, Armed Forces Bowl. It was Air Force over Baylor 30-15 to 15 in 13-degree temperatures in Fort Worth, Texas. Falcons finished the year 10-3. and A couple of games in the NBA. C.J. McCollum, 40 points for the Pelicans and their 126-117 win over the Spurs. And the Jazz took care of the Wizards, 120-112. Top 25 college basketball, number four, Kansas beat Harvard, 68-54. It was fifth-ranked Arizona over Morgan State, 93-68. And Missouri knocked off 16th-ranked Illinois, 93-71. In NHL games of note, the Bruins beat the Jets, 3-2. Boston now a league-best 26-4-2 on the year, 18-0-2 at home. Hurricanes edged the Penguins in Pittsburgh, 4-3 in overtime. Capitals beat the Senators 3-2 in overtime. No goals for Washington star Alexander Ovechkin. Still one away from tying Gordie Howe for second on the all-time goals scored list. In baseball news, an independent arbitrator has reduced Dodgers pitcher Trevor Bowers' 324-game suspension for violating MLB's domestic violence policy to 194 games. He has been reinstated effective immediately. Brian, you were talking about uh, the issues there, uh, quarterback with uh, Jalen Hurts. Uh, of course, he's not going to play against the Cowboys. Gardner Minshew is going to get the start. Uh, some other quarterback news, Lamar Jackson of the Ravens going to miss his third straight game with an injury, so Tyler Huntley will start against the Falcons. And Ryan Tannehill out for the season for the Titans as he's dealing with an ankle injury, so Malik Willis will start the rest of the season. This week, it is Tennessee against Texas. A big game for them because they're trying to stay in front of the Jacksonville Jaguars for that AFC South lead. And I believe the Jags and Titans play in the final game of the regular season. Yeah. Um, How do you say it, Eddie? Because I've heard it where uh, it's this geeky argument about uh, semantics, right? Where uh, the Jags, they control their own destiny. And there Mm -hmm. are some people like, you can't control destiny. So it's turned into they control their playoff fate. I don't think you can control fate either, right? So how about this? They control their path to the playoffs? What do you think about that? They control their playoff path? The Jags? Should we just change it to that, Eddie? What do you think I'm, about I'm that? okay with the destiny thing. I'm You're okay fine. with that? I've, I've had yeah. that my whole life. I know what it means. It's yeah. not. Just move on. Right, it, right. <laughs> it's overthinking if, it. If it's, yeah, like, if, if it's technically incorrect, I don't care. I know yeah. what it means. I know it's trying to be conveyed. Yeah. Move on. We just move on. Yeah. One of my friends, he hates when the officials say the half-yard line. And it's like, but we know what they're saying. He's like, there's no half-yard line. It doesn't exist. There's no. It's like, yeah, I get it, but we we know what's going on. It's kind of like controlling your own destiny. What does he think it should be called? What does he think I don't know. Called? I'm not sure. Well, if you can't provide a better, you know, an, an alternative, <laughs> then shut up. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. You know what? I might cut up this conversation and just send it to him. You and, have, you uh, have my see, permission. Yeah, I'll see what he says from there. You know, I'll report back, see what goes on there. All right, uh, let's go out to the phones here real fast. 877-99 on Fox is your phone number. Um, oh, okay, let, let's go to Mike first. Mike is in Florida. He uh, wants to talk about what I was just saying about the Jets-Jags game last season and how the result had something to do with the order of the top two picks in the draft that followed. Uh, Mike, welcome into Fox Sports Radio. What's going on, man? Hey, Brian. How you doing this morning, buddy? Hey, Good, bud. Um, what, you just, what you just said made absolutely no sense because if Jacksonville and the Jets played last year and Jacksonville had the first pick, how did they have Trevor Lawrence last year already? So wouldn't it have been two years no. ago that that game would have happened? 
Oh, the the yeah, maybe you're right, right? Yeah, right. I see what you're all saying. Right, all right. You, ha- you had me confused. I thought I'd just skip the whole year of the NFL, man. Hey, thanks a lot. Okay, there he is. Uh, yeah, that, let me go back and check my <laughs> checks notes. <laughs> let me go back. Yeah, you know, he's right. He's right. Yeah, maybe I have to go back a couple of years because, yeah, you're right. Uh, Trevor Lawrence would have played in that game. Let me go back to the 2020 season. I'll check it out and I'll report back to you because, uh, yeah, yeah, no, he's totally right. He's totally right about that. Uh, let's see, toward the end of eh, Jacksonville, yeah, no, he would be right about that. And the Jets, I'm just checking. The Jets were 2-14. and 14. Okay, here it is. Here's the right way to say it. My bad. And he corrected me. Uh, big ups to Mike on that. So it was not last year. It was two years ago. Here's what happened. My bad on that. So the Jets were winless. The Jets hadn't won a game. This is the 2020 season, okay? Jets hadn't won a game. They won two of their final three games. They grinded it out to the very end, and they ended up 2-14. and 14. We weren't even playing 17 games yet. So the Jets, they were, what, 0-13 heading into their final three games. They won two of their final three, and that impacted their where they selected in the draft. The Jags won their first game of the year and then lost 15 straight. <laughs> so ja- Jacksonville ended up with the number one overall pick because they only had one win. The Jets, who were 0-13, they grinded it out to the bitter end and they won two of their final three games and that's why they ended up with the number two overall pick. So I appreciate Mike uh, correcting me. My bad. It was the year prior. But uh, yes, now all of our ducks are in a row. So we're good to go now. Absolutely good to go. And uh, I, Mike kind of said that in a way where he's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of ticking me off here with your incorrect information, you know? Uh, do you know that guy from Philadelphia, Ethan? Was that one of your neighbors from back in the day? I don't know if that's, uh, that's what was going on there from Mike. No, no. No. Not a clue. No, you know, Mike, yeah, maybe Mike, uh, he moved to Florida. Sounded like some East Coast edge over there, you know? Yeah, he's, he had a little bit of an attitude, not going to lie. Nice guy over the phone, but, you know. Yeah. I'm sure he was just like, oh, hey, Ethan, yeah, I'd like to get on, just talk some sports. I have a couple of things here, just a couple of things on my mind about what Brian was talking about. And they got on the air, and he was like, hey, douchebag, do your homework. <laughs> <laughs> maybe New York. <laughs> no, but it's all good. He was right. He was right. Uh, it was not last year. It was the year prior that had an impact on Trevor Lawrence going number one and Zach Wilson going number two. But the same logic still applies. Like, think where those two franchises would be right now. Are the Jets kicking themselves? The Jets have to know this. They were looking at Trevor Lawrence all night on Thursday. Did they not think back to 2020 like, Man, if we hadn't won two of the last three games, we might have Trevor Lawrence right now. They had to have thought that at some point. So, crazy how that has worked out. All right, feel free to check in. Phone line's always open to you, Mallard Militia. Even if you're, you know, a little edgy. A little edgy like Mike over there in Florida. It's all good. He had the right information. Coming up next, get to your calls also. 
Man, a TV show comes to life. Some details on that. I'm Brian No in for Big Ben Maller. This is Fox Sports Radio. Finley's girl, Finley's girl, we will never meet. Manti Teo stole his girlfriend, wept her off her feet. Finley's girl, Finley's girl, we will never meet. Manti Teo stole his girlfriend, wept her off her feet. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If I got run over by her John Deere, going back to prison Christmas Eve, you can say there's no such thing as karma, but be it drinking Brian, he believes. She's been snorting too much meth. Brian begged her not to go. We provide over 70,000 seconds of unique content per week on the Ben Maller Show. 14,400 seconds each night. That is a lot to digest. Now you don't have to miss a moment. Thanks to podcasting. Go back and eavesdrop on those classic zany episodes at your convenience. Help the Ben Maller Show podcast skyrocket up the charts. It's available for free on iHeart and wherever you get your podcast. Subscribe and aggravate the corporate muckety-mucks. And now live from the TireRack.com, Fox Sports Radio Studios, in for Ben Maller, it's Brian Nell. Thanks, Eddie. Football fans, be sure to tune Tune into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM every Saturday and Sunday morning, three hours before kickoff. Tune in Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern and Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern as we take you live all the way to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app, presented by BetMGM. Okay, when the Maller Militia is on hold, we don't like to uh, we don't like to keep them waiting there for too long. So let's get right out to the phones here, Scott is over in Portland. Shout out to the 503. Uh, Scott, what's going on, man? You're on Fox Sports Radio. Fine. We miss you up here in Portland. Thank um, you, Scott. I appreciate that, man. Yeah. Um, you were talking about Jalen Hurts. If he missed a couple games, he might be on the MVP running. 
But wasn't it last year when Aaron Rodgers uh, and his uh, vaccination debacle Mm. Missed two games and he got MVP, which I don't think he should have got because Brady had a lot better statistics, in my opinion. I agree with you on Brady. I would have uh, voted for Brady last season, but it was about when, you know, Scott, like when it happened because Rodgers missed time uh, toward the beginning or the middle of the season. This is at the very end. Like, this is the last impression for Jalen Hurts. So that, that really hurts his MVP chances. Okay, uh, next question. Um, what's your opinion or your view on uh, USC and UCLA going to the Big Ten? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Well, th- hey, thanks for checking in, Scott. It's, uh, look, it's one of these deals where <laughs> I just want to know what we're looking at in college football. I love college football, but the best comparison I could make is, you know, when when you define a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, if you start dating someone, it's like, what are we doing here? Are we serious? Are we buying a dog together? Are we just hanging out? Like, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> like, uh, someone in the in the couple, they want to know, right? That's how I feel with college football. The movement that's going on, the overall landscape, I just want to know what we're looking at because it's the wild, wild west. We got UCLA and USC going to the Big Ten and it's just movement, movement, movement. Oklahoma, Texas going to the SEC. We're talking about super conferences and 16 teams, maybe 20 teams. I'm just curious where this ends up. I just want to know what the relationship is between me and college football. I just want the picture. Uh, as far as I'm going to the Big Ten, look, I, I would expect USC to have success with Lincoln Riley over there and the recruits that they're getting, the transfer portal, they're going to do quite well. And I'm excited to see it. I'm just curious where all the other um, realignment occurs. All right, coming up next, this guy, not too popular right now. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network. Available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.